Here we go. Three, two, one, Ava. It's just, sometimes I just want to know why I'm closing somebody. Who gives a shit? You're client-facing. You're not a member of the parole board or prison shrink. You're there to get the sign easy on the totem. Yours is not to reason why. Yours is to do or die. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Management code 980456. Executive code, please. Executive code 74598CG. Confirmed. For the greater good. Oh my god! You guys even planned it. That was the best. <laughs> what just happened, ladies and gentlemen, was better than the entire flipping movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! Way to start off strong. Oh man, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. That is great. I needed a little help with that one. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. This is episode three hundred and forty-four, and tonight we're talking about Ava. Now. Oh, oh, oh. I, I got a little bit of grief this week at my workplace because we're not reviewing Mortal Kombat, the new Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, okay. I was told yeah. specifically, I thought you did a movie podcast. Why aren't you doing Mortal Kombat? And I said, <laughs> for the main, main reason, because every other movie podcast in America is reviewing yeah. Mortal Kombat this week. And we just did a new movie a couple of weeks ago in the Godzilla versus Kong. And that's not all that we do. We like to do some other stuff. So we tried it. We, yeah. I, I picked this movie myself because frankly, I thought the poster looked cool and the trailer looked kind of neat. <laughs> hey, Sean, yeah. what's the name of our podcast? Cheap seat reviews. Yeah. We yes. can't afford to purchase uh mortal Kombat, right? Well, now. it's on HBO. <laughs> it's on HBO. And we, oh, it is. Yeah. The three of us have it. So we could watch yeah. it. Um, I, I yeah. thought it was one of those, uh, no, we, buy at home, rent, rent at home, yeah. watch at home, theater at home, whatever it's called. No. Buy it on demand type yeah. of thing. No, we, yeah. So we, it's on HBO max. Okay. Yeah. It's on HBO max. We could have watched it. I just, yeah, I, I, I saw it. I actually watched it last Thursday. Oh, so. neat. did you, yeah. do we want to talk about it? I haven't seen it. <laughs> um, I, let's talk about this movie. And yeah. if we decide to do it, we will, we will talk about it. That's fair. Yeah, um, we. Yeah, we, that's fair. Yeah. So I, uh, greater good man. That was amazing. I'm still jonesing out about that. That's the best thing ever. I'm Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Always puts on lipstick before killing Jimison, and then I wipe it off violently with a napkin while I'm driving. <laughs> sure. Yeah. As, as you do. Yeah. Yep. As I self monologue. And Sam only gives what? advice near water, Vector. Absolutely. I mean, maybe maybe we aren't looking deep enough into this movie, and, and the water signifies something, yeah. right? Maybe there's some sort of water symbol. But Sean, yeah, if there's a way I'm going to kill you, please do it quickly in this, in this movie, right? I am. He's just going to make you watch the movie. <laughs> I'm. What I'm going to do 
is I'm going to Photoshop you into the movie poster. As you did. And then, and it's going to get lots of fans sure. and then people really wanting to see this, this beautiful Opie in, in this movie. And, and, someone, and you'll get a stalker because of that movie poster that will kill you down the road. The problem is, is that that's still very long and slow, like this movie. <laughs> but it's not long. It's only an hour and thirty-seven minutes, or something like that. This is it the longest, much longer. The oh, longest. Oh God! Hour. Honestly, this... the Zack Snyder cut felt shorter than this movie. Oh, <laughs> and God. it took me three days to watch that movie. I mean, and you think of all the filler they had in this thing, like the stuff they could have edited out. This is a fifteen-minute short that could have been pretty tight. Still. Still, totally, you know, bad, bad. But but it's just like all the stuff with her mom and sister, and even her 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 former fiance or or whoever it was, boyfriend. No, just get me killing people, right? Yes. Just get me killing people. And anyway, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. No, you're uh, fine. Because okay, so again, I I take the brunt for this one. We've all picked bad movies. I get to own this one this time. Uh, the trailer looked really interesting. I liked well, the and, idea. And honestly, this looked like a um, almost like a born identity for Kristen, or not Kristen, um, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, um, a vehicle it's, for her to be the next like born assassin type. That's exactly mm-hmm. why I picked it because that's exactly what it looks like. Yep. It's another one yep. of those where there's an assassin, assassin, assassin's not a word, assassin, assassin who does a thing wrong and the group that she works for, whether it's the CIA or whoever, it doesn't matter. It's just referred to as the, as management as the company. Uh, yep. and apparently pays a lot of money to do this thing. And so she, she, you know, she has to, you know, ward off those people in order to survive. And then, and then, and then there you go. That's your movie. And, and that's all I needed. And I, you're right, Sam. I didn't need all of this other crap. I don't know. Maybe the movie is, is trying to make us care more about her. And, and maybe it would be more interesting if she had real world problems as opposed to John Wick, who's just out for revenge or Jason Bourne is just on the run. Like, let's give this person real world problems. And yeah, um, even the alcoholism in this movie was dumb. Right, it never really. There was no payoff. Thank you. You know, yeah. She, yeah. she she you. got she got you know trashed or was starting to get trashed and was still kicking butt like anything. There was it wasn't. I thought it might even have been a Popeye moment, right? With, with yeah. the alcohol, <laughs> but 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 this movie is just there's it's a vehicle for nothing. It's a it's the most bland, unimpressive. movie. I've seen it a long time. In a while, yeah. Um, and it's just, I don't like it. I, 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 I suffered through this one, guys. I really did. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. For 2021, this is going to go down as my least favorite thing we've done. I'm saying it oh, now. Yeah. I don't even. Yeah. I'm not even going to wait until yeah. I give my score. <laughs> this is yeah. worse than the Killing Joke, Midnight Sky, Gemini Man, or Outside the Wire. Yep. Like not even yep. close. In my and, opinion, and the, the biggest problem with this whole dang thing is is in my five word review. All right, well, you ready? Uh, yeah, let's just jump here. Let's do it. Yeah, my five word. We've seen all this before. Yeah, right. Well, there is there is nothing original in this in terms of the tropes that they use, in terms of the assassin whose whose uh, bosses come after her, um, in terms of even. 
some of the the hijinks that she's in and, and the, the, her her motivations. It just it was this is a if I were to describe this as a color, it would be beige. It was just there's nothing to me in this impressive. I I will disagree only on this merit. You're right. A lot of those tropes are in this movie, and they're tropes we've seen before, and they're not necessarily bad tropes. They're they're tropes that work. John Wick works because it's simple. It's just a revenge yeah. story. And yeah. and we're okay with that. What we want to see is the spectacle of how he disposes of bad guys. And and, and I think And what, Born Identity is is simple as well. And and the reason we watch is how Born gets out of certain circumstances and yeah, and because, outsmarts yes, his, his captors. He's very clever. I mean, truly, yeah. Bourne gets into only, there's only three fights. He only kills three people, really. He kills Clive Owen at the end, the, 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 very, the guy at the beginning in uh, the house that he be- kills with a, a, a with pin. The bathroom. Uh, and the thing, no, the bathroom is the second Bourne. Um, second Bourne, okay. And the, the second guy was, crap. Now I can't remember what the second guy was. Well, and then the third, I guess there was, well, the, the fight at the end where he's taken out a couple of guys, but, you know, that's barely a fight. It's just, he, my point is that that movie is it's clever and it feels big and yep. like the apparatus that's chasing him feels so immense, right? It feels like the U.S. government is attacking this dude. Whereas in this, we don't know who the management is and we only see two men. We see yeah. man one who is played by John Malkovich, who's great. He's good in this yes. movie. I think he's good. You know, he's supposed to be. He just reminds me of the non um, LSD version of the dude from Red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's uh, uh, Irish man. Um, Clive Owen. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah. And I feel like we've seen Colin Farrell in this role before, like the exact role. Could be. I don't know if we have, but he he kind of reminded me of the guy from. Minority Report, but but he but in Minority Report he's legitimately a good guy. Well, and and could it be that our our expectations at seeing the the names on this movie? Oh my gosh, yes, we, we expected a lot more, right? I I did enjoy John Malkovich in this, you know, as, as a character in this. I thought he was kind of neat as the the father figure and and um, mentor to Ava. Um, but it feels like all these people were just either underused or it just they didn't fit. It almost felt like everybody was was taking a check and and you know the the director was putting check marks next to all the different spy assassin thriller um, key moments. See, again, I I only disagree in that I wanted more of that. I wanted more of the check marks of the spy thriller assassin stuff. I don't want girl who's having relationship issues. I don't need a lifetime movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what this felt like. It was a lifetime movie just with killing. Although maybe, you know? maybe something different would have been a lifetime assassin movie. Yeah. I just, right. You know, maybe that would have made it different <laughs> or stand out or, or, or at least give it some color. And, and it's just, I don't so know. We we have just... skipped over some stuff in the in the procedure here. Um, I am going <laughs> to I'm going to hop back. We're, we're just so excited to talk about how much we hated this movie. So Ava, <laughs> in case you don't know what it is, it's a 2020 movie. It does star Jessica Chastain. Um, 
Somehow I added like four syllables to her name. I didn't mean to. Jessica Chastain, John Malkovich, Common is in this. Gina Davis, uh, Colin Farrell. Um, I mean, that that's a good cast right there. That's a mm-hmm. good cast, right? And if I said, hey, the director is Tate Taylor, and you're like, uh, that kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, he's the guy that did The Help. He directed oh, wow. The yeah, Help. I didn't know that. that. That's a good movie. Never seen it, but I've been told it's a really, really good movie. Oh, he also oh, did so He also did Ma, that new that movie came out a couple of years ago with um, the woman that's also from The Help. Um, oh, crap, my brain. Octavia Spencer. Yes, thank you. Octavia Spencer, she plays... It's kind of like a, rainy. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a psychological thriller where like these kids are like, "Hey, come hang out or something." And then she like yeah, dives, I, mean, I saw that, I think. Dives into their lives whatever. And he's done a couple other things. Let's see. He did a, uh, some episodes of something called Filthy Rich. He did The Girl on the Train. Yeah, I'm not I'm not knowing. Um that's uh it's another kind of a thriller kind of a thing. Uh, with, uh, oh, it's got Allison Janney in it. Lisa Kudrow. Uh, Emily Blunt is the lead. Um, Justin Thoreau, Luke Evans. I mean, it, it, it got a lot of good reviews, and, and it was, so it, it, maybe he's trying to do, I don't know. This movie is not psychological thriller, Ava. No, no. It, it, it tries to be. I, I guess. It, it hints that it wanted to be, but it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. I just... It, it felt like Lifetime meets, maybe that should be my five-word review, Lifetime meets Born Identity. I guess that could be a good five-word review. But but and it, like we've mentioned this before on movies, where a movie doesn't feel like it knows what it wants to be, so it tries mm-hmm. to be multiple things, mm-hmm. and that's what this felt like. Yes. Uh, Andrew, what was your five-word review? Okay. Finally... A great assassin film. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm watching you on the camera thinking, okay, he's, he's got a grin on wait, his face. Wait, wait no, my, my actual fiber wait review is, oh, this is so bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it just, everything that you've said so far, it just, I hated every moment of this. And I watched it twice. As I said, I watched this once a few weeks ago, or maybe a few months ago, whenever it came out. Cause I saw the poster. I thought, yeah, it looks kind of cool. And then you said, we're watching, uh, we're doing Ava next week. And I was like, ah, oh, crap, I gotta watch it again. Dude. So dude, <laughs> we all have veto powers. If you knew this was going to be this bad, you could have said no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, in fairness, you weren't you weren't on last week, and I think I made the decision. Yeah. I added this movie pretty late in in the recording of last week. So, um, I mean, you you were gone for a very very valid reason. You know, you're working on your masters. Yep. It was kicking oh, your yeah. butt. You needed a week off. You missed a good episode with Ricky D from oh, Best yeah. Flicks with Ricky D. Um, and and we had a really good time doing Shutter Island, which is a significantly better film. But. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Yeah. Feel like seriously, you two both have veto powers. If 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 a movie gets put <laughs> on here and one of you guys said, "No, I've seen this. This is not going to make for a good episode," 
Let's not do it now. Again, well, but see, I think it's. I think it might make a, this is a good episode because we we have gone through a string of really good movies. Yeah, and every now and then we need this to yeah. refresh our palate, right? Yeah. Every now and then you need that really bad piece of fruit. Yeah, be like, holy crap, this is this is horrible. Yeah, so that you when can you go. eat the Eat the next piece of fruit. It's going to taste that much better. You can go in the candle shop and smell all those candles, but eventually you're going to smell a piece of shit again. And that's, that's what this is. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Um. yeah. You know, I just, I felt like nothing was good. The story wasn't good. The acting wasn't good. Um, well, I mean, I guess the acting wasn't terrible. Well, but, can, um, can I piggyback on one thing I did like? And yeah. I, when she was in that, that, uh, evening gown, the red evening gown, yeah. holy crap, was she attractive? That was the only thing I, I took out of this movie is that Jessica Chastain, who's in my mind, I don't know. She, I don't find her all that attractive. I did when she was in that dress. That was, that was quite a dress. So I think she's fine. I mean, uh, you know, she's not. Yeah, whatever. But um, th- that didn't even help salvage anything for this <laughs> for me. I, yeah, I I got angry as I was watching the scene where they were in the church in Boston. And I, I don't know why. I, the whole time I'm thinking, all right, we got an abandoned church. We're going to put some guy sitting on a chair in the middle of an alley for no reason at all. And people are going to walk by this alley and just happen to see him sitting there on a folding chair. And if it's a hobo, that kind of makes sense. But this guy's wearing a suit. Like oh, nothing's oh up. yeah, the bouncer guy. Yeah, yeah the bouncer guy. It, nothing's up. It's, it's yeah, it was, totally it was normal dumb. just to sit in a random alley and then have a porta potty as your entrance to this abandoned church. And. When you go inside, it's set up like a club, and we're playing cards in there. Like it's the whole thing. I thought this is dumb. So it's so funny you cued in on that because, so about halfway through the movie, I was kind of starting to to zone out. I was just watching (laughs) it. I stopped taking notes because I didn't care, and my (laughs) wife was actually bringing up a lot of really interesting points. And that was the first one of the things she chimed in. She said. Why do you need a 300 pound bouncer if you're going to disguise your door with a porta potty? Like, you don't need both. Have one or the other. You don't I don't need- ever want to go in a porta potty. I, I don't care how bad I have to go. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go in the street before I go in a porta potty. And <laughs> well, especially a porta potty in an alley in Boston. That, that doesn't, yeah. there's nothing good about that at all. But yeah, but you're right. Like you don't need the guy unless you know. I don't know. Like this trope has been is used a lot, and it works really well in a lot of other movies. You know, I'm thinking of like Black Panther specifically when they go into the Chinese restaurant, and all of a sudden it's this, and like, and the bouncer is like this little old imposing, like unimposing woman who is like, who is this guy? Like, oh, it's you know Nigerian royalty. They they got a lot. They got deep pockets. You know, she's not going to be the one that stops you. It's whoever she's got with her are going to be the ones that, that stop you. And then when, um, uh, what's his name? The guy with the, the arm shows up. He just walks, he just gives her a kiss and just walks by. Right. But like, that's a neat little thing happening. There's a, there's a backstory that I don't need. I just know that she's important 
and yep. she controls the flow of traffic into this place. Whereas, I don't know, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, this trope is the thing. They even use it in John Wick, right? John shows up, and he puts the gun to the guy, and he's like, you working? He goes, yeah, and he goes... All right, how are the kids? The kids are good. He's like, I'm just going to hit you. I don't want to kill you. He's like, I appreciate that. You know, so he just knocks him out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, 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 there's something to be had, but I don't know. You're not, you just, it's, it's dumb. Anyway. Yeah. So, the world building in this is just, is just non-existent. Yeah. It, it's, it's just not creative. I really wanted the very last scene, and it's spoiler, whatever. Uh, the very last scene where the girl is following her. I wanted both of them to get hit by oncoming traffic. Just, <laughs> I wanted somebody to swerve and just take out both of them. Well, I, I looked at, I looked at my wife and I said, are they anticipating a sequel with this? Is well, that this, what's this feels like a big setup for a sequel, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And you know, uh... and you know what? I mean, do it. Get, get me a different director. Get me the guy that directed born identity. Let's get yeah. that guy on the phone. Let's keep Jessica Chastain. I don't think she's bad in this movie. I really no. don't. She doesn't. She only has two modes. She's either in fight mode or she like, never looks out of place or drunk, like, depressed mode. Yeah, you know, it doesn't look yeah. like she's just you know swinging a leg when she's kicking. Th- I mean, yeah, she she went she went all in. I, I will I will give her that in terms of she sells the action or her stunt double or whoever it is. Yeah, yeah, the fight scenes were well. fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I totally, yeah, I totally bought her as a as a as a fighter. You know, her her gun control was really good. I, you know, she's not flailing around. Remember that really bad final girl that we all watched with Abigail uh, yeah. Breslin? Like uh, none of us yeah. bought her as a girl that could actually kick a dude's ass. But no, I could. I but, I bought her doing it. So I mean, if she wants to make another one, then that's fine. Let's get Ava two point and let's. But get here's a, the thing. In a world where we have extraction and the type of action that we see, and remember, extraction was a Netflix thing too, right? Well, mm-hmm. this isn't a Netflix thing. This was just on Netflix. I don't think this was. Oh, I, I oh, thought this was a Netflix thing. I did too. But I'm just saying, we expect extraction nowadays when we're going to an action movie like this. It's expected. And certainly it was good, but it wasn't extraction good, which very <laughs> few are nowadays. But you've got directors who can direct action and and to be honest that's kind of what i was expecting with this i was expecting an extraction type movie and i you know i think had they the first scene they start off they could have gone really strong here and i think had it been and maybe i'm just one of those people that's i don't know i want to see more gory i want to see more violent in something like this maybe had she in that first scene in the car with uh Mr. Fantastic, um, <laughs> Reed Richards. If she had like tortured him, at, or and I know that sounds terrible. It's, uh, it's almost like I, I, you know, I don't want to see all this gore. But if she had made it, <laughs> I don't know. She shoots him in the hand or the leg or whatever, and then she, as he jumps, she shoots, and that's it. And I'm like, okay, that was a lot for nothing. It felt like, yeah. Yeah, I I'm okay with the cold open with that, the slow open with that because she's just doing her job, so everything is fine. Um what I really hated about that scene was the girl that was following her. 
the tail. Yeah, uh-huh. there was no reason for that. Well, there, uh, well, there, there was a reason. I mean, we're, we're not Simon Pegg. Where did I get that from? Um, Colin. Colin Farrell. Farrell gosh, uh, is you know, it's his daughter, and he's he's you know t- using her to trail Ava because he thinks Ava is a liability, and the part that pissed me off is. This is a case where the director just assumes that we don't know how microphones work. So she's holding up. All right, sound guys. Yeah. School us us in in the sound. So she's holding. Again, the problem is there's two problems. One, the the director never gives us a relationship, physical distance relationship between girl on the bike and them in the car. right? Right. Like, I have no idea how far apart they are. They never show us establishing shot of both in the, you know, bike and car in the same shot. So for all I know, she's a mile away. Yeah. I, I, we have no idea. Or she's 10 feet away. I and no you know idea. she's that, that thing she's holding is a little Zoom audio recorder. Yes, that's problem too. <laughs> it's just a little Zoom audio recorder that has an effective range of about seven feet. Yeah. And I have one of those that I, that I would record kids in the class with when they do a performance. Yeah. And it, it's a good for that. But if you're trying to listen a mile away from a bike, if you put that same thing on the marching band field to get your band, it's gonna you're gonna hear traffic, you're gonna hear birds, yeah. you're gonna hear you're gonna hear everything, you're gonna it's gonna hear everything. So when she's like angling it and there's static, there's there wouldn't be static. It's <laughs> it it would either be noise or nothing. There's not static. It's not a, an FM antenna. So as I'm watching it, I'm thinking. Did she bug the car and that's the antenna that she's trying to dial in? That's the only <laughs> thing that makes sense as to why we could hear. You know what I'm saying? Like if she would have pulled out a parabolic microphone like they use for football games. You know, like we've seen them in movies where like. Yeah, they, like a radar. Looks like it a looks radar like thing. a radar dish. Yeah, or a satellite dish, like a plastic bowl with a little thingy. If she pulls something like that out, I can kind of buy it. Right. We don't even need that, though. Just, All we need is show us a little uh, section of the car where there's a blinking light on there where we think it's a, a bug of some kind. Yeah. And have her, like, with her phone or an iPad or yeah, something with it. You know? Yeah. It takes – all. literally the sound guy on set should have handed her his boom mic. At least it <laughs> looks like – a. you know what I'm saying? It would be a shotgun mic. It would look real. But it's mm-hmm. that lack of creativity yeah. and that's that lack of thought that, that it permeates this entire yeah. thing. Stuff like, I mean, again, I know I'm the sound guy, but I mean, like, I don't know. That stuff, <laughs> that stuff it, you're right, uh, Sam. It's, it's unimaginative. It's just you're treating yep. us like we're stupid, and I hate that. I really hate it. Yep. Um, well, I don't know that they're treating us like they're, well, we're stupid. I think that they didn't know what they were doing. Or maybe yeah. they were limited by that. That's that's not a that's know. not a budget thing. That's a, literally you go totally to the, not a budget. You go no. to the property guy, the prop master. You go to um, which I'll admit I didn't know this. <laughs> I did not know that prop was short for property. I didn't know that. Um, oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Recently, like I, I learned that in another podcast. So the prop master is referred to as the properties master or properties department. So. I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, so anyway, you just go to the prop guy and say, "I need a. I need a satellite dish. I need a parabolic microphone." He'll make one. You know, yeah. it just. It doesn't have to look. It just needs to look 
better than what that was. You're right, Andrew. It would look like a little Zoom handheld stupid thing. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of props, I, I'm going to give a shout out real quick to uh, a guy on TikTok. His name, well, the his TikTok is Props to History. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out because he very knowledgeable about tons of props from movies. And oh yeah, has yeah. Lots of stories. About I think things. I've seen him too. Yeah, you sent you sent yeah. us stuff um, about yeah. things that he's posted. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's so go to TikTok. Check him out. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he should pay us for that. He should. <laughs> All right, my five word review. Right, you two have both gone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wrote slow, uh, boring, slow speed chase sleep. <laughs> sleep was me. I fell asleep. <laughs> Uh, I didn't fall asleep during the movie, but this movie made me so tired that I fell asleep immediately after. I I just went straight to bed. I just, ugh, it just sucks. I don't know. I just, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I don't care about the love triangle. I don't care no. about. Nope. I just, Sam. I'm glad you mentioned this earlier. The 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 drinking problem. There's so much made about the drinking. That yeah. I felt like what should have happened is that led to a consequence, right? Yeah. And this movie felt long as it, it felt really long. But what it felt like what what should have happened is she gets a little drunk, and and okay, all right. I feel like we need to back up. If you haven't watched this movie, don't. But <laughs> I, I guess I feel like we need to. I, I guess I never did do this either. Ava, 2020 Ava. Ava is a deadly assassin who works for a black ops organization traveling the globe, specializing in high profit hits. When a job goes dangerously wrong, she is forced to fight for her own survival. All right, that's not quite right. It goes wrong because it was engineered to be wrong. Well, yeah, I, that's another thing. Like the story doesn't make sense. He goes after her because she's a liability, but why is she a liability? Because, and why is that worth going after her? Yeah, just stop. Just stop giving her jobs. Yeah, just, that's all you, know, you have to do. So you're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, retire. You, you know, see you later. It's not like she's, you know, in, in any kind of trouble with the law or international she's got authorities. $500,000 in the bank. She's, yeah. she's fine. Let her go. Cut her loose, right? Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. Um, Colin Farrell's motivation doesn't make sense other than it, it feels like, I don't know, I'm making... It was shoehorned. It was shoehorned. It was shoehorned because it feels like he's... Okay, that's why I want to call him Simon Pegg because his character's name is Simon. It, it, it made me feel like he was maybe jealous of her relationship with Malkovich. His, name, his character name was Duke, right? So John Malkovich is like a higher up in the organization, and he trained both Colin Farrell and Jessica Chastain. But he trained him first, and she is his kind of favorite. And it kind of felt like uh, Colin Farrell was feeling some jealousy there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only thing I can think of because, yeah, she, she, we're told about this event that happened. She got drunk, and there was a thing in the hospital. We don't really know what happened, and I'm okay not really knowing. We don't need a full backstory. We just know something bad happened, and I guess Colin Farrell is afraid that that could happen again. And so that's why, but it just seems weird that he, like this thing happened two years ago and, and all of a sudden now it's like, well, now we must kill her because she's talking to the victims. She's still doing her job. Mm -hmm. It's not like, 
Okay, yes, yeah, she's asking them why they were killed, but it's not like she didn't then kill the guy. She just Yeah, what does that matter? She just wants to know. She just feels like she needs to know why it happened. It's kind of like the kid from Wanted. He kind of mm-hmm. he wants yeah. to know why and then eventually he just gets over it and then realizes that he was the bad guy and then, you know, changes course, but sorry, I guess spoiler if you've not seen Wanted. But I just can it? Yeah. Can I drop a real cool piece of trivia that I just saw? Yeah. Well, it's not trivia necessarily. It maybe it is. I don't know. Okay. Her sister in this movie, played by Jess Wexler, mm-hmm. Wexler, uh, was in a movie that's far better than this one called Teeth. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh. oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> and and she's the star <laughs> of that movie. If you have not seen Teeth. It is the most alarming cautionary tale for men since Fatal Attraction. Nice. <laughs> that is, that's the, <laughs> uh, that's what it says at the top of the movie poster. Nice. You should go watch it. And if you have no idea what teeth is, yeah. I'm not going to spoil it. I yeah. want you to go find out for yourself. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I think at one point you wanted to do it for the podcast. And yeah, I, I, I think I might have vetoed it. <laughs> Um, it's not a good movie. It's not, but it's better than this one. Sure. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> they're all kind of better than this. Uh, okay. So I guess the last thing I really wanted to mention before I go back into my notes was that. So some of the motivation, I guess what my, I guess what I was trying to get at was that it seemed weird that Colin Farrell would go. We all saw a mile away that Colin Farrell and Duke were going to have a fight. We mm-hmm. we knew that that yeah. was going to happen, and we, I, I kind of thought that Duke would live somehow. He would somehow escape. He never officially, never officially saw him die. Well, he, he saw him get. By the way, when you dispose of a body in a body of water, you don't just do it off the dock. You you take it out on dock. a boat, especially to a deep part of the water, deep part of the river, or whatever the the lake. And you toss it out because if it's next to the dock, you know, kids out there fishing for bluegill. Yeah, you know, he's gonna he's gonna snag something. Well, especially right? since yeah, he has kids that are there. You know, I mean, yeah, it so seems dad, like I caught a finger. Yeah, once again, it was a convenient. You know, let's not get the boats involved. Let's not, you know, let's not make this any harder than than it is. We've got a drone here to go overhead shot. Yeah, uh, it just it was dumb. It was. Sorry, it was dumb. No, you're a hundred percent. So many, so many things. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's just, it's. You're right. It, it, it is dumb. It sucks. So, I don't know. It just, uh, but so, so anyway, so Colin Farrell shows up. He's um, he's omniscient. He knows exactly which hotel to go to to find her, and she's drinking. So I guess where I would have liked to have the movie have happened is again. He doesn't send him. He doesn't go himself. Right, he just he. She only had to fight one henchman. Is my point? Is like this movie. It was a short movie, but give me more consequence or give me more action or something. Like forget Send the whole his daughter. Well, I and, guess they and want then to... let her kill his daughter, and then he goes after her like 
hardcore goes and that sounds fun too you know because that's much better than what we got because then it then his motivation is now solidified as that okay now i have to kill her because she she killed my daughter right yeah. so we now we but we flipped the revenge the daughter's going to go after revenge cuz she killed you know but it just felt weird that he showed up to to finish the job i would have liked to have seen more henchmen that she has to dispose of yeah. because the first guy she got rid of him pretty quickly I mean, he didn't. He didn't last very long, and then the next fight scene is uh, the next time. Then she's doing the the thing in the desert, and then she has to take out all those soldiers and troops, which was a cool scene. I liked that scene. Yeah, it was my favorite part of the movie, honestly, because um, I thought it was shot well. I thought the action was good. I liked the little slow mo her throwing the stabby things at the guards that are coming in and whatever, and but anyway, so he he breaks in and she's a little drunk and she holds she. She holds her own with this guy, and I thought, well, then why did it matter that she was going to get drunk? It didn't. There was no consequence. Either send another henchman, and she gets her ass beat because she's drunk, and then she, you know, is taken, and then she has to escape an elaborate thing before Colin Farrell gets there to finish her off, and then she can have. You know, what I'm saying like. There was no consequence. There was no point to it. It just it it was a a plot device just to make her seem fragile. But there was no consequence to it. So who cares? Who cares what she drinks? Yeah, drink more. I don't know. Just whatever. She had high high tolerance, I guess. Or or not. I don't know. She only why don't she drink a couple bottles of something? So, um, Sam, you still with us? Or did your controller die? Or did you fall asleep because you're tired of hearing about this movie? <laughs> or you muted yourself. Those are all possibilities. Are, yeah. Well, we're going to keep talking, Andrew, because I don't know where he went. So. All right. Sounds good. Um, do you have uh, Do you have clips you want to move to? I do have some clips. I'm trying to see if there's anything. Okay. Here's the last thing I do want to talk about before we do the clips. And that is simply, so they have the fight scene. And... They beat each other up and they kind of come to a draw. And he 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 just basically says, "If I see you again, I'm going to kill you." So he's kind of basically saying, "I'm going to I'm leaving you alone. I, I I no longer have a quarrel with you. I get it. You're good. We're we're good here." Right. So she gets her stuff and she grabs a gun and then she goes after him. And it just felt. I, in that moment, I kind of felt bad for Colin Farrell because it's it's no longer a fair fight. She just walks him, just walks, you know, the slowest speed chase ever. Uh, yeah. And then just shoots him <laughs> in the leg and then does the trope of I'm going to count to five and then she shoots him on one. I, just, I it, honestly thought about asking you guys if you wanted to make that our, our top three. Movies where we have countdowns that we don't actually get the full countdown. Oh sure, <laughs> but I didn't know how many movies that actually would be. But yeah. Yeah, it was such a trope, though. I'm going to count to five, and you get one, and then bang. <laughs> oh, you're back. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was it. It was just, I again in that moment, I kind of felt bad for for him. I mean, it just it seemed like. He he was now good. He's like, all right, all right, I get it. We're good. We're done. Now, I know she wants to kill him because she, he killed her friend and whatever. But it just, 
I don't know. I guess because it wasn't a fair fight, it was. It just felt anticlimactic. Uh huh. It's just. It was. It was boring for for the for the final boss kill. I was just bored. You know, it was. There was no exciting. There was no. She just. She just walked after him. Just shot him in the head. <laughs> so. I don't know, just yeah, like, I mean, for an action film, there wasn't much action in that big climax there was two action scenes really there was two i mean yeah when she invades the the asian gang church but that's which by the way that was that was so chaotic that you you could you couldn't see really what was going on the real action scene was in the saudi arabia yeah the middle eastern that was the main country they spent all their money on that scene but like when she walked into that club and she starts i mean the the only reason why she survived the club is because the guy the first guy that shoots misses and then she gets into battle mode, but she's like staring off into space. She's not even ready for a fight, and she almost gets noggined. And I, but then as soon as she stepped in there, and it's techno and loud and dancing and people, and all I could think of is, is this nineteen ninety nine? All of a sudden, like, what did did we just step, rave? Yeah, did we just step onto the set of Blade or the or Matrix. Matrix or something? Yeah, wow, that was funny. <laughs> Yeah. In the recording, Sam, you and I said Matrix at the exact same time, so that's going to be cool. It's a glitch. Uh, There's a glitch. Oh yeah, damn cats. So yeah, I don't know. It just the the only the only thing that was different in that rave than any other one we've ever seen is that they all left, whereas most raves people stay because they don't care. You know. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's that's kind of it. I don't have anything else. I, I do have some clips. Oh, no, I don't I'm have tired much. Of this one. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm, and by the way, I'm glad we didn't sucker any poor guest host on this one. Yeah, oh, no. I would have felt really bad had we had somebody else doing this. So. Yeah, I. Yeah, you're not wrong. My wife had another really good point, and now I can't think of what it was. Oh, yes, I remember now. I'm glad I remember this. She had a really good point. She says to me, she says. You know, this movie did a trope that I really don't like. And I said, oh, what's that? And she says, the I'm dead, so I have to send a letter trope. Oh, uh, And I yeah. said, huh. And she said, how did the letter get sent? Either A, he went to that guy's house knowing he was going to die, so he mailed the letter to her sister, how he A, knew her address, or B, knew that she would get the letter there, but that's not the point. The point is either A, he mailed it before he went there, or B, there's some kind of thing, apparatus, that is designed to just mail that letter in case he doesn't check in one day. And she said, my wife's like, it's really dumb. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said, you're not wrong. I think there's ways that it can be done well where it doesn't come across as like super cheesy and just convenient that I need to give a little bit of um, written motivation to my my protege, but yeah, you're right. It's, you know, dumb. Uh, anyway, I do have some clips, so I will play them now. Uh, this one clip I captured uh, from the beginning because it reminded me of a West Wing episode. So Sam, let's see if you key on it too. I thought... I said I'd love to have a drink. I have one sip of that and someone's going to jail, someone's going to the ER. So there's an episode of West Wing 
called Someone's Going to Emergency, Someone's Going to Jail. And it's based on a song that was written by uh, Don Henley called A New York Minute. And in the song, it says, Someone's Going to Emergency, Someone's Going to Jail. So mm-hmm. either the writer is a fan of either West Wing or knows the song, or it's just a coincidence. But I think that... I think it's the song. I think it's either the song or West Wing. Um, yeah. Because that's... Well, you think if he was a fan of West Wing, he'd be writing better. Well, if he was a... Well, yeah. Or they would have used the actual line. Just use no, the line. No offense, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, no, you're not... Yeah, I mean... Well, if yeah, I see what you're saying. If you're gonna if you're gonna you know steal from so Sorkin, Sorkin, right? then then do better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not wrong. There's a I, I clicked on this guy. He's he's uh his name is Efka. Oh, I can't pronounce his last name. Jeez, but he was in he was an actor in this. He played. Elaine, Alan, he was the dude what, um, she was the first uh, assassin man that she killed, right? The, okay. the guy that went yeah. after her. And he's mostly known as a stunts guy. And so I'm looking at his stunts, and this guy, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he's done uh, a handful of episodes. Uh, he did Ava, he did the Birds of Prey movie. He did a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. Uh, Gemini Man. Uh, Bumblebee, the movie we watched. Let's see. Other things that we've watched for the podcast. Uh, he did SWAT. Uh, he did Shooter. Oh, the TV show, not the movie Shooter. He did Training Day, but again, the TV show. He did John Wick 2. Like, this dude's done, like, he's, it, he's done a bunch of stuff. Uh, some other um, NCIS. So, anyway, just thought... Good job, man. Like, way yeah. to work. Just, you know, do your thing. Anyway, um, I liked this clip because it was John Malkovich saying things. So I'm going to take my hands out of my pockets. I'm going to put them up like this. I'm going to step toward you. Place them on your shoulders in a comforting but firm fatherly manner. And I'm going to ask you, are you sure you don't want me to hang around for a few days? Keep an eye on me. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I thought it was fine. It was It was a sweet moment. I thought it was fine. Uh, no? Not working for you? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't really care, but... Again, I didn't write it. I just I thought it was kind of a maybe, uh, especially in the recording out of context. Maybe it sounds creepier than what it's meant to be. (laughs) I just you can tell. I I think you could tell that he genuinely like. There's a lot of times where you feel like you have the assassin movie where the handler doesn't really care or is trying to double deal. Like this guy felt like he genuinely cared about her and wanted her to be successful, and so I. I kind of liked their relationship. Is all so. It was. It was. It was one of the things that I didn't. I kind of actually liked it personally. So maybe I'm. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe you just need a fatherly 
hug. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's it. Uh, you're going to throw a little DC in your movie? Judy came to my hotel. She was worried about you. No, that's not what I'm talking about. All the stuff you was doing. Who the f*** is in front of me right now? Wonder Woman? There you go. Uh, and if you're going to use the word moxie, I'm going to capture it because I just like that word. Huh? Cal, no man happy. Until the end is known. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, Duke made me read all that Greek shit, too. I see why he liked you so much, Ava. You've got Moxie. He's got Moxie. There you go. That's a lot of heavy breathing. Yeah, without it was a lot of yeah. without knowing that that was a fight scene. That sounds, uh-huh. yeah, off. Like, like something yeah. else is happening. Uh-huh. All right, time for oh, the only other trope that I wrote down was exposition by intro. We did get that. So, you know, the intro credits are playing. We're getting her backstory. So, a little exposition intro. Time for this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? There wasn't a whole lot of trivia on this movie. So, I'll read what little yeah. I have. During shooting, Ava's name was actually Eve. Presumably due to the similarity to Killing Eve, the studio decided to change the main character's name after the film wrapped. This then affected the title, obviously. Since all scenes were filmed prior to this decision, this presumably required the cast to do additional audio or shooting. Uh. <laughs> Just, I'm, uh. I'm, I'm reading that out loud, that, 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 that sentence out loud for the first time. It feels like whoever wrote it felt like they were going to get paid by IMDb for using words like presumably. Because <laughs> they used it twice. I don't understand that. Yeah. It's like, who the, I don't know, whatever. Several of the stars of this film play spies slash assassins in other movies. John Malkovich is in, in the line of fire, Red, Red 2. Colin Farrell, The Recruit, and In Bruges. In Bruges. Common, Smoke and Aces, Wanted. John Wick, Chapter 2. Gina Davis, The Long Kiss Goodnight. All are better movies. Yes. Well, yes. I've not seen In Bruges or The Recruit, but I've seen... The rest of those. There you go. Time for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. Female assassins. We decided to do female assassins. Um, Sam, we'll go first. All right. Well, while my computer loads back up since it went to sleep, I'm going to tell you about... Oh, here. Here we go. All right. So my top three. <laughs> I've got uh, Kill Bill with um, Uma Thurman's character in that. Mm-hmm. I've got, um, of course, uh, Angelina Jolie with Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Cool. And then I've got um, Gina Davis, who I hated in this movie, but loved in Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, nothing wrong with that list at all. I will go second uh, with, um, I did uh, Fox. So that's uh, Angelina Jolie's character from Wanted. Okay. Uh-huh. I did Evelyn Salt, who was Angelina Jolie's character in Salt. 
<laughs> and I did. I thought about doing a third one. I thought about doing uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Smith, Mrs. Smith just yeah. to do all three, but I decided not to and decided to pick Black Widow. Okay, ah. yeah. 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 Now, before Andrew goes, I asked our Twitterverse. I forgot to ask Facebook. I'm sorry, Facebook. But I asked our Twitterverse uh, who what you would like, who, who are your favorite women assassins. So here's an opportunity for me to give some shout-outs here. Measuring the score. They're going to get a shout-out. Later, measuring the score at Measure the Score is another podcast uh, who will be on uh, the the hosts. The hosts, both husband and wife hosts, will be on our podcast in a few weeks. Uh, Xenia on a top from 007 from uh, um, a podcast called Murder Incorporated uh, said the girl in the John Wick movie. So, um. The really attractive girl that's also in the the movie. Gosh, you know what I'm talking about the she attacks uh-huh. him in the hotel. Yeah. I can't think yep. of her name. She was an agent of Shield. She's very pretty. Uh, let's see. It's a fandom thing. Pod said Hannah, the film version, because I've not seen the TV show. Yeah, I've started. Girl. I've started to watch Hannah. Um, I watched like the first 20 minutes of it. It's pretty good so far. Green Shirt Podcast, our friend Cameron, who's been on our show, Green Shirt Podcast, at GreenShirt87 is his Twitter handle. The Bride, so that's um, Kill Bill. Bill. Uh Uh, Hannah, and Saffron from Firefly. Oh, Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Then uh, our good friend Jesse from Sudden But Inevitable Podcast said, Major Makoto... Motoko Kusangi from Ghost in the Shell, to which I responded, I will not pronounce that correct or correctly. <laughs> no, and, I think you nailed it. And then he said, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, the Twist My nice. Arm podcast sent me a picture of someone that I did not know who it was. I said, I don't know who that is. And then he says, Molotov Cocktease from Venture Brothers. Her name nice. is Cocktease. So there's that. Nice. Sounds like a Bond girl. I think that's the point. Oh. <laughs> I think that is the point. Uh, there you go. So uh, I did respond to Cameron. Uh, Cameron said that, because uh, he wrote, I feel that there's a lot more options, but I'm not thinking of those. Those are the ones that popped in my head first. And and then he said, oh, wait, and Nebula. So he also said Nebula from yep. Guardians. I hope that wasn't one of yours, Andrew. You're making a face. And uh, and then I responded with a gif from uh, of the girl, the lady from uh, Sorsha from Willow. And then okay. and then he said, "Oh snap! Does she count? She was tasked with returning the baby alive." And I said, "I'm sure she killed for her mom." So that's, that was it. Anyway, thank you, Twitter, and those people. I'll uh, I'll tweet at them saying thanks for participating in our podcast, Andrew. All right. Uh, so I actually had uh, number three. I had Famke Jansen from uh, GoldenEye. Nice. Which I guess is uh, yeah on a top. On a top. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had Amanda Peet in the whole ten yards. Oh, nice. <laughs> Does she ever yeah. actually kill anybody? Because I know she tries. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, and number you, one, but you have I to. Had, yeah, hold on. You you have to say Amanda Pete from the whole nine yards because the whole ten yards is kind of not the good one. Yeah, I know. It's fine. 
<laughs> and then I have Helen Mirren from Red. Oh, that's a good one. Nice. She's, yep. Yeah, that's really good. I love Red. It's yep. such a good movie. Red 2 is good, too. Yeah, it's all right. I like the first one, but you're not wrong. It's it's good. Uh, cool. Yeah. Before I go on to our out of ten, I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack the show for a minute. Uh, or am I? No, I'm not. Let's do out of ten. <laughs> Wait, what's supposed to happen? We're gonna do this. Then I'm gonna hijack the show. Out of ten, let's get this out of the way. Ava, Andrew, go. Three. Sam. Because there's three letters in the word Ava, and that's all I can give it. I can give it one point per letter. That's You know what? That's a good enough reason if I've ever heard. Okay. Sam, who also has three letters in his name. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a, a, a solid uh, a 3.42687. Six. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, this is, this is, this was not fun. Um, it looked good. It had a polish, but it, it just, the story was so bad. It was just so bad. We've seen it all before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I, 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 you've made that argument and, uh, and this is the only place where I disagree is that I, I'm okay with seeing things that we've seen before. If it's done well, it's just the problem is I, I don't care. About, it wasn't done well. It wasn't yeah. done well is the problem. I don't mind the assassin that has been betrayed by her company trope. I'm good with that. They, you know, they did that in, in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. The, the twist is that they were married, right? Yeah. Um, they did yeah. it for born identity. What's the twist? The twist that it's his government, right? But well, I guess the twist yeah. is that he's lost his memory. He doesn't know why he's being attacked. Yeah. Right. So, and there are other, but movies. there's no twist. There's no twist in this. And, and, and there, um... well, the twist in this movie is that, she has all these other real world life problems where she has to go beat up this Asian lady and pay her off $80,000. I mean, just to be fair, she could have just killed her and then she gets to keep 80 grand, but I guess her moral compass thought that woman's not a terrible person. I'll kill all of your goons and yeah, you know, whatever, but uh, you I'll leave alone and pay you 80 grand to leave my my guy alone who I'm going to go make out with in the in in my sister's kitchen and then the uh-huh. only reason why he stops is because he announces that they're pregnant. So I mean yeah. like even in that moment she kind of sucks. But whatever, it's fine. Just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a, I, Andrew's Andrew's reason of a 3 is as good enough for any 3 because of the 3 fight scenes one was good. I don't know. <laughs> the Colin Farrell fight scene actually wasn't that bad either. I thought it was actually pretty entertaining um, for a fight scene. But yeah, something that Sam you mentioned earlier, uh, I think maybe mm-hmm. pre-show. I don't remember, but we haven't done this. I haven't. We haven't done this specifically in a long time. I used to have a note in my my script, and I stopped doing it. And I'm going to bring it back. It's just a real quick thing, and that's just simply the um, the soundtrack, you know, the film score. Great. Uh. <laughs> I'm just gonna give this simply an F for <laughs> freaking awesome. Flat. Flat. I, I I don't remember anything. Yeah. Sam, you mentioned the music. I forgot there was music in this movie. No, just that theme is over and over. That bam, 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 bam. Like you know, and it's, it's this electronic 
Yeah, uh-huh. you, you theme over and over again. It's annoying. Yeah, you humming it doesn't even like I don't. I have no memory of it, and yeah, I saw I this movie it. less than twenty four hours yep. ago. I don't recognize it. It's so un whatever. So it gets an F for flat. For I guess technically it should be a U for unrememberable. Is that a yeah. word? Yeah. Whatever. An F U. Yeah. F U. <laughs> an unrememberable <laughs> flat. An F U. That's perfect. I like that. Soundtrack rate of F U. Perfect. All right. That's it. That's the that's the show. Now, oh wait, the last little dumb thing I do, the quote game. Here's the quote. It's pretty much my favorite animal. Uh sorry, a liger. It's pretty much my favorite animal. It's like a lion and a tiger mixed, bred for its skill in magic. There's your quote. That's uh nice. that's quote number by the way. That was uh 15. We've done 15 of these, which is cool. So only Is that from uh Tiger King? Yes. <laughs> So I am going to hijack the show for just a minute and say this. Um, our good friends over at Sudden But Inevitable Podcast, they celebrated their last episode. They did the last episode of Firefly, the Objects in Space episode. And their episode was two and a half hours long. Oh, and wow. They they gave us multiple shout outs. And it was very nice that they did that. And... There are a lot of there, there. There are four really great people. We've had two on the show so far. We'll have a third. Uh, uh, Josh, I don't know if his wife will join us. I can ask um, Kylie if she wants to join us. Um, they're really great people, and they gave us a lot of love. And so, while listening to the show, I uh, I sent Jesse a message and said, "I want to use that clip that you gave us because I, it's just kind of nice for the three of us to know that there are people out there that genuinely like us." So. Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to give you 47 seconds of people saying nice things about us. So here you go. Like it's been mentioned a couple of times, I was on Cheap Seat Reviews. Those are some really cool guys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, if you're starting out on the podcast thing, they're very welcoming to new people and just kind of sharing their venue. So that I really appreciate what they did for me, and it was a lot of fun. And Shutter Island's an awesome movie. I do also want to say thank you to Sean Andrew and Sam from Cheap Seat Reviews, like Ricky was saying, um, when I was on Sean's show, we talked about Road to Perdition, which was a movie I'd never seen before, and I had a blast. Um, and when Sean was on our show, he brought some great insight about how, you know, River's character could be read as autistic or, you know, just as a special needs child in general. Like, she has all the tools, she just doesn't have the translations, and I thought that was a great point that Sean brought up. So I know that seems a little self-aggrandizing that we would I would I would play a clip of people saying nice things about us on our podcast. I'm doing that for two reasons. One, I am being a little I'm self-aggrandizing. But two, yeah. if you listen to our show and you like our show, please go check them out. They're good. It's a good show. Yeah. Um, they're good people, and Firefly's great. And uh, they're getting ready to gear up to do um, Serenity, the movie. And then they're going to take some time off. And then season two, they're going to be doing their their show is going to be called a sudden but inevitable reboot, a reshoot, rebop. They're going to be doing Cowboy Bebop as the as in okay. for season two. So it kind of feels like they're going to be doing TV shows that only had one season. One season, yeah. <laughs> uh, so check them out. The other, the other result of, of me listening to a two-and-a-half-hour-long podcast um, of them, it was, it, was, it was kind of their, you know, it was their last episode for the season other than the movie. So there was a lot of thank yous and things, and it made me realize one thing. I don't thank 
the listeners enough, and I don't thank you, Andrew, and you, Sam, enough for what you guys do for the show. So first, I want to say the listeners that do that, that listen to us regularly, you guys are great. Um, I know a handful of you by name, Maxton, you're always sending us, you're sending me messages like every week saying, I loved your review. Maxton, seriously, like I, I really appreciate you, you doing that. It, it, it's really great. Yeah. Uh, Andrew A., uh, that also listens, who uh, engages with me on Twitter occasionally, you're, you're the man. You, you were the first person to ever approach me outside of the podcast and say, hey, I listened to your show, and that was like the coolest thing ever. Uh, and that was like six years ago. And so the fact that you still listen is pretty amazing. Alan, I know you listen. I know, Alan, I promise we are going to get to with, with honors one day. It's just not streaming. Maybe one yes. day uh, in the fall, uh, we just pay for it. We just rent it, and we bring you on, and we'll do it. So, uh, you guys, thanks so much. I know there are way more listeners than just the three of them. Just those are the three that interact with me the most. Um. So, listeners, guys, thank you so much for listening. Our numbers have been great, especially since we've had these other guests on. So if you're listening to us because of Sudden But Inevitable or because of Green uh, Green Shirt or because of Best Flicks, uh, welcome. I hope you yeah, want to stay and, mm-hmm. and enjoy the show. I hope that we are at least funny enough to to to, to warrant sticking around. And then lastly, I want to say again, thank you, Sam and Andrew. You guys, like seriously, Wednesday nights is my second favorite night of the week. Obviously, like Friday nights are kind of, yeah, Friday nights is. Steak steak night, right? Friday night is, yeah. Taco Tuesdays are pretty good, too. Taco Tuesday is pretty good. It's usually Friday or it's Friday (laughs) or Saturday. That's it's the night where I watch movie with the family, right? That's like, and we've been doing like old Disney movies with the kids. It's really cool, like watching 101 Dalmatians for the first time with the kids, you know? And, yeah, and they're super into it. Like they love that Mary Poppins, and and uh, we I watched for the first time two weeks ago the Aristocats. So, mm. yeah, yeah, like uh, so that's kind of my favorite night of the week. But this is my second favorite night because I get to hang out with you guys. So, again, I don't say it enough, Sam. You are the most talented person uh, with Photoshop. Whoa. Um, I have ever known, and Andrew, you were without a doubt probably the second funniest person I've ever known. So there you go. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I think we owe a thank you to you as well for well. for steering the ship <laughs> and continuing to steer the ship. Yeah, Cause, even because though... Andrew and I really don't. Uh, <laughs> we, we we we're kind of you know I'm sitting here drilling holes in the in the hole and. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and I'm, Andrew... I'm failing to mention all the rocks that are out there and, <laughs> and the reefs that we're about to, to run over. I like this boat metaphor. This is cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, you know, as long but as yeah, um, we keep moving. Yeah. As long as we don't get stuck like that one ship in the Suez, I think we're okay. There you go. The ever given. Did that ever get resolved? I honestly don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Talk about yeah. They got it out. All right. Well, good for them. All right. That's all that mushy stuff. Again, just you guys are awesome. I really appreciate it. And uh, just, just you know, again, I'm not saying this because the show is ending or anything. I, I have yeah. guests booked until July, so we're we're not ending anytime soon. Um, but August, mm-hmm. yeah, August. I don't know. Uh, Maybe knows? done. We don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. But I, I legit, we have we have guests. The entire month of May is a different guest each week. I'm so excited. I I can't stand it. I really can't. Um, so there you go. 
Uh, We've actually got Will Wheaton lined up. No, we don't. Oh, Phil. No, <laughs> Boy, would that be a good get, though, right? That would that, be. That would be a well, good get. Well, I'm going to work on that for us. All right. I'll, I'll get on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me know how that goes. I will. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. I guess I'm going to start doing the outro here. Next week, we're doing... Next week we are starting a month long, well, I guess a three three week long. We're doing Star Wars episodes one, two, and three. We're going to start with the uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, uh, we're doing their prequels. Uh, we have been requested by a good friend of the show and of us, uh, Melissa, who was on uh, a while back. Uh, so we are doing three episodes: episodes one, two, and three. And I frankly haven't watched episode one all the way through since college. I think that's pretty accurate to say because I haven't watched them with my son yet. So I might watch them with my son um, as we watch them together. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'd, I'd be interested to hear his opinion on, on them. So we're doing that next week. Phantom Menace is coming to your ears next week. All of the all of the Star Wars and the acting and the greatness that is Phantom Menace. In the meantime, cool. please leave us a review on iTunes. Podchaser is another place you can now leave us reviews if you want. Um, if that's where you want to do it, great. We've had some really really lovely reviews recently on iTunes, and I'm just I'm just blown away at some of the other podcasts that we have out there. That are that are helping us out. Uh, we had one recently. Uh, also, uh, uh, another one. Yeah, another one recently. Leave us a review. It's just, it's just really, really, really nice that that do that. Um, uh, this review came in last week. Not last week. This was a couple weeks ago. Did I read this one last week? Constantly fun. I found myself laughing the entire time. Plus, they had great insights and thoughts into the films. Love this podcast. That was. Uh, I think that was. You- was that two weeks ago? I don't. It was. I it was oh, maybe. Maybe it was know. last week. I listened to the show, even though I wasn't here. I, I did listen. Well, anyway, just they, just so we would have one more number on our. <laughs> hey, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> so we have twenty-one reviews. We have twenty-one five-star reviews for this podcast. I'd love to get that number going up, uh, if we can. The higher that number goes, it really helps. It, it really it does. Helps. It helps uh, others find us on iTunes. Um, Oh, it's Apple Podcast now, right? It's, does iTunes exist? Yeah, iTunes still a thing, but yeah, I, Apple Podcast is the thing. Uh, yeah, so Apple Podcasts, leave us a review there. It'd be super helpful if you can. It takes very long if you're if you're listening to us through your phone. It's just right there. You know, it it takes a minute and a half. Even if you just hit the five star thing, it takes very little time to do that. So, uh, please do that. It really does help us out. You can, of course, leave them on Google Play, YouTube. That's where we all are. But iTunes kind of helps us the most. And Spotify, well, Spotify is a thing. Eventually, we're going to get on Spotify. We just we can't right now. There's reasons. Not going to worry about it. Visit our website, cheapsreviews.libsyn.com. That's where you can find all of our old episodes, all of them, all 340-something I just said. Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews is how you can find us there. At Cheap Seat Cast is where all the fun is. I've just kind of switched gears to, tw- to Twitter. I'm on there all, th- all the time. You want to see a really great picture that Sam um, uh, posted of me put my face on Ava? 
go to at Cheap Seat Cast where you can find it. It's great. It really is great. I'm on there. Or disturbing. At, well, it's so disturbing. It is a little disturbing and a little. I don't know. It's it's a little weird. Um, <laughs> we're on Instagram too at uh, Cheap Seat Reviews at Gmail dot com is how you can email us your requests if there's anything you want us to do. Uh, get those in because, like, like I said, I have guests out till July. And they get to pick the movie. So if you want us to do something like, guys, we really want you to review Mortal Kombat, need you to let us know so that we'll do it. Um, otherwise, we're just going to do our own thing and make you watch movies like Ava. Uh, <laughs> so that's it. That's the show. Guys, this was a lot of fun. On behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week for Phantom Menace. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.